Welcome to the Invest Smarter Podcast, where you'll learn about the power of building wealth through real estate and how you can achieve financial freedom through multifamily investing. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com, and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, How Anyone Can Invest in Apartment Buildings. Now, here's our host, Simon Castillo. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another Friday Look Back episode of the Invest Smarter Podcast. I'm your host, Simon Castillo, and this is my opportunity to provide you with the best insights and advice into the world of real estate investing, business, and entrepreneurship. So as always, I'd like to kick off today's uh, pod with uh, reminding everyone that we have live investment opportunities available for you right now. And if you're interested in a short-term real estate-backed investment opportunity, that can still earn you outsized returns on a risk-adjusted basis. Uh, right now is the time for you to, to get in contact with us. Go to our website, sastexascapital.com. Uh, get onto our email list so you can find out more about these opportunities. Uh, download our ebook on real estate investing or just sign up for our newsletter. Um, either way, that gets you onto our email list and uh, we'll provide you with timely updates on uh, current projects, new projects, new investment opportunities, and even the current opportunities are available right now. Uh, and like I mentioned, we do have opportunities available now for uh, short-term uh, investment opportunities, short-term being six to eight months, uh, but still offering a lucrative return on a risk-adjusted basis and backed by real estate assets. So. Uh, get to our website, sastexascapital.com to, to learn more, get onto our email list. And now for, for our topic today, what I want to talk about is kind of continuing to provide um, educational content for you as, as investors. And today specifically talking about the types of things that passive investors should be doing before investing in any kind of a real estate syndication. And to begin with, you know, real estate syndications are becoming increasingly more uh, mainstream uh, and and for probably good reasons, right? When when you invest passively into real estate syndication, it's a powerful strategy that can create streams of passive income and can build large amounts of wealth. You know, by pooling your capital together, you know, passive investors have an opportunity to own not just not just a piece of real estate, but a larger and more profitable uh, piece of of a real estate deal that. You know they pr probably would never be able to afford on their own, and you know we're talking about you know multi-million-dollar you know buildings, apartment buildings, structures, uh, cash-flowing buildings um, that on an individual basis, um, you know most people would never be able to to even dream about uh, about affording. Um, but as in any other any other kind of investing, real estate syndications still require you to do your due diligence. Uh, some careful consideration and understand, you know, where the risks are in the deal. And so what I'm going to talk about today is kind of outlining what, you know, what I think are five things that every passive investor should be doing uh, before they commit to investing in a real estate syndication. And some of these may seem um, common sense, but you'd be surprised at the mistakes that I see and hear uh, about that people make uh, when they're evaluating um, syndications or any kind of a real estate investment. Um, so the first thing is is really you need to understand research the the sponsor team. 
And the, the sponsor team by another term is they're the general partners, right? So they're the ones that put the deal together. Um, and they're the ones that probably brought the deal to you and are showing you the deal. Um, you know, the sponsor, the general partnership of, real, of a real estate syndication, um, they source the deal, they manage the investment over the long term. Um, they're the active investors in the deal. But before you invest in a syndication, you have to know what the sponsor's track record is and what is their experience in the industry. How long have they been real estate investors? How long have they been uh, executing these types of business plans for this type of real, uh, real estate syndication? You want to look for sponsors that have a proven track record of success and have experience managing similar types of real estate investments. And probably the, the simplest way of doing this is, you know, looking for deals that they have successfully exited in the past, you know, run a simple background check on a sponsor, check for, you know, bankruptcies, any kind of criminal activity. I know that, I know that sounds obvious, but believe me, it's happened. And, and for me, I think this is probably the best way, and that's to ask for references from other investors. If other investors have had a, a good experience or a great experience, you know, that, I think that goes a long way. Um, if, if someone is willing to, to refer them and give them a positive, you know, experience, uh, I think that, um, you know, that's, that's definitely a, a green flag for, for me. Um, the next thing is to understand what the investment strategy is. Um, you know, real estate syndications can vary from, you know, multifamily. Uh, there's even some oil and gas structures. There's self-storage. There's mobile homes. Um, so there's a variety of different investment strategies. Uh, for my niche, you know, in multifamily, um, most of our syndications are going to focus on value-add properties. Um, you know, other people may invest in multifamily assets that are already stabilized. But as a passive investor, you should understand what the strategy is and just make sure that it aligns with what your goals are and your risk tolerance. So value add uh, projects are going to have probably at least a minimum of a five-year time frame uh, because as a, as a general partner team, you're looking to add value to that property through a variety of means. You're either, uh, you know, you're increasing rents through renovations, um, you're, you're uh, exploiting uh, efficiencies at the property, whether it be you know, maybe the, the previous management team was just, uh, you know, just really lax. Maybe they didn't have the right processes in place. But value-add proper, uh, properties can take a little bit of time to turn them around, stabilize them, execute the business plan, you know, through renovations and other efficiencies. So understand that that time frame needs to align with your capital and how long you're willing to invest your capital. So some of the key questions that you want to ask yourself, you know, how much risk are you willing to take? Um, the longer uh, a project is, you know, there's probably a little more risk assigned to it. Um, do you want to invest for a short-term or long-term hold? Again, most syndications are going to be a minimum three years, and I've seen up to seven to 10 years. So understand what the hold period will be. Make sure you understand what that period is and that you are comfortable with that. And then also understand what are you getting from that strategy? So will you be getting cash flow and upside? Will you be getting cash flow only or will you be getting upside only? Um, in most cases, especially around syndications that, that I structure, it's a combination of both. We want to be able to pay out cash flow and we want there to be significant upside potential, which is the, the wealth building component of the investment. So the next thing is to review the deal. So you want to be able as a passive investor to review the details of a real estate syndication 
so that you understand what are the projected returns, what are the fees associated with that investment, and then understand what the assumptions uh, the general partnership team is making in the pro forma of the deal itself. So some important questions to ask in this uh, step of the analysis. Um, understand what are the fees being charged on this deal? So for instance, on, on almost all of our deals, there is an acquisition fee um, that's paid up, up front. 2% is typically, um, I don't wanna say it's an industry norm, but for us, we, we never charge more than 2%. Um, and that 2% acquisition fee really kind of covers just the, the expenses that it took the general partnership team to source the deal, to get it under contract, uh, to go through the entire you know, closing process, pay for inspections and uh, appraisals and all the different things that, that go into closing on a property. So a reasonable fee is, is generally gonna be 2%, but you need to understand what fee, uh, what fees you're looking at in any potential syndication deal. So ask, you know, acquisition fee, uh, is there a disposition fee? Meaning, is there a fee at the exit of the deal? Again, we don't charge a disposition fee. Is there an asset management fee, which is an ongoing fee uh, paid to the general partnership team, again, for managing the property and executing the business plan? Again, a reasonable asset management fee is going to be about 2%. And it is a reasonable fee because you want the general partnership team to be executing the business plan. You don't want them to be worrying about, uh, you know, their personal cash flow and 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 things like that. You want them focused on uh, the asset uh, that you're invested in and that they're doing the best management uh, possible of that asset. Other questions you may ask, um, you know, how are they coming up with their projected rents? Um, you know, are they using kind of a standard uh, escalating uh, factor? Uh, which may be true in some cases, but may not be true in, in, in others. Um, and is that, is that escalation factor, is it reasonable? Um, you know, historically rents increase probably in the three to 4% range, depending on the market again. Uh, but over the last few years, we've seen rents increase in double digits, you know, 10, 11, 12% in some markets. So how are they determining what those projected rents are? And are they using reasonable assumptions? You may ask yourself this question, but how confident are you um, in the general partnership team and their ability to achieve the projected returns? And again, look at those projected returns. And if you're looking at things uh, that just seem like it's too good to be true, um, it may be, <laughs> may be too good to be true. Uh, but those are where you need to stop and ask, ask questions. How do they come up with those projected returns? What are some of their key assumptions um, in, in determining what those projected returns are? Uh, again, in, in our deals, we are looking for great deals. And for us, a great deal is something where uh, if we can average on an annual basis anywhere from 18 to 20 percent, that is a that's for us is a great deal. And, um, you know, 18 to 18 to 20 percent is a reasonable expectation for projected returns for the types of deals that we look for. And I, I would just also remind you here that when you're investing your capital your hard-earned capital. Remember, there are no dumb questions. At, over time, as you analyze more deals, you'll know exactly what to look for. But until then, ask away. There are no dumb questions. One other thing that I, I would definitely encourage you to ask when you are reviewing the deal is understand the debt structure and also ask about the capitalization of the, of the general partnership team. You know, in, in my opinion, I think one of the biggest risks in, in any kind of real estate is going to be the debt structure. 
you know, are they are they leveraged to the hilt? You know, is it a, is an a, is it an eighty five percent ninety percent loan to value uh, type of product? I mean, that that to me would be a red flag because any kind of a headwind where there's there's a, a change in the economic outlook or a change in interest rates, um, and that property could be underwater really quickly, um, and that's not a place uh, for any investor uh, to find themselves in. So understand what the debt structure is. Uh, ask questions around that. What is a, you know, is it interest only? Is it a bridge loan type of product? Um, what's the, what's the, the loan to value? Uh, did, did they buy a rate cap? Meaning are they protected on the, uh, in the event that uh, interest rates rise, a rate cap will provide protection uh, to a certain point um, in the event that interest rates rise. And we've seen that obviously over the last uh, year and a half. So I'm, I'm kind of bleeding into the next, uh, the next point which is evaluating the risks and any investment carries some level of risk and you know real estate and real estate syndications are no exception as a passive investor you should review the syndications offering documents to, in order to understand uh, what the risks are involved with that investment now most of us are, will be familiar with some of the more common uh, risks that are that are part of any uh, investment you know those are market conditions um, property management issues, construction delays, if there's any kind of development in, 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 uh, in this particular investment. But ask yourself questions like this. Would you be financially secure if I lost any or all of my investment amount? What is the trust level that you have with the general partnership team on this investment? What are your thoughts as an investor on the market and will it continue to grow in the future? I think, I think that last one's important because, you know, I, the market I operate in is, is San Antonio, Texas. The reason that I operate in San Antonio is because I know the market. I could invest elsewhere. I could invest in Florida. I could invest in Alabama. There's other markets that are, uh, that are also good to invest in, but I don't know those markets. I know San Antonio. I know the, the metrics in San Antonio. I know the economic conditions. I know the political environment in San Antonio. All those things give me a level of comfort knowing the current market uh, here in San Antonio. And I'm more than confident, uh, given all of the economic indicators uh, here locally in San Antonio, that San Antonio is going to continue to grow. Um, you know, we're, we're plus net migration and uh, we're, we're continuing to draw uh, you know, new um, industries, new professionals of all ages. And you know, housing in San Antonio right now is, has a ways to catch up. So as a, as a real estate investor, uh, it kind of checks off all the, all the boxes for me um, as, as a market that I want to be involved in. And then the last thing, the fifth thing, if you've gone through all these steps and you still have questions, it's never a bad thing to seek professional advice. You know, real estate syndications can be complex investments. And as a passive investor, especially as you're starting out, there's nothing wrong with seeking professional advice before you invest. You know, maybe you have a financial advisor, an attorney, or some type of real estate professional that you trust that can provide you with some, some guidance and help investors to understand, you know, what are the potential risks and rewards with a particular syndication or real estate investment. Maybe you have other people, um, uh, people you know within your circle uh, that have invested in real estate syndications. And if, if you do talk to them, what did they find, uh, you know, attractive about the investments? Where did they find uh, risk? What did they not like about their investment experience? Um, and a great place to find people 
if you don't know anyone within your circle is on social media. So, you know, post, post on social media, asking for advice from other passive investors. Believe me, passive investors will, are happy to help you and they will share their knowledge, um, you know, easily with, with you if you reach out and ask for help. I think if you, if you can do these things, if you, if you look to professionals, um, such as advisors or attorneys, or if you look at your network or people, you know, people that you can reach out to through social media, if you can do those things, um, I think that will help you to make the most educated decision on whether or not to invest in a particular deal. So at the end of the day, I still believe that real estate syndications are one of the more uh, powerful ways to build wealth uh, using real estate as, a, as an investment vehicle. However, before you invest in a syndication, as an investor, you need to do your research, research a sponsor, understand the investment strategy, review the financials, evaluate the risks, and then seek other advice from professionals or people within your network or uh, other passive investors. If you can take these steps, these five steps as a passive investor, you can make the best and most informed investment decision and minimize your risk uh, to your overall portfolio and to your hard-earned capital. And that's going to wrap up this episode of the Friday Look Back. Hopefully you found value in today's episode. And if you learned something, please leave a five-star rating and a review. It just goes a tremendous way in terms of growing the show and helping to attract the type of content and guests that you as a listener will find value in. So thanks again for listening to this episode of the Friday Look Back. And we'll talk again next week. Thanks again for listening to the Invest Smarter Podcast, the show that educates you so that you can take control of your financial future. Be sure to rate the show five stars and leave us a review. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you automatically receive the newest edition of the podcast when it's released. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate and taking control of your financial future, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, How Anyone Can Invest in Apartment Buildings. And be sure to sign up for our mailing list to receive exclusive investment opportunities straight to your inbox. It's time to invest smarter. That's sastexascapital.com.